knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com So I know for an experienced hunter like you... Even though, like, you know, you can see them very quick, they mm-hmm. just pop up very quick, does it get exciting, or are you just locked in right away? Oh, no. It's, it's super exciting. Like, that's the best part about hunting. Welcome to the Foul Front Outdoors Waterfowl Podcast, where our goal is to recruit and educate new hunters while entertaining the rest of you. Without new hunters and the mentorship of those more seasoned, this passion as we know it faces an uncertain future. So get the word out, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show, because you're on the Foul Front. All right, welcome to the Foul Front Waterfowl Podcast. Uh, This episode is going to be a little bit different than some of the episodes you've had in the past, and also you're probably noticing that we are releasing a little bit later in the week. And so we're going to give you a little... um, uh, a weather update and kind of like what the weekend is going to be looking like for your hunt. We also have um, a hunt that I did last weekend with a brand uh, new duck hunter, which is really exciting. Um, and we're going to be having some tips and tricks, but uh, basically the biggest element for this is giving this to you guys a little bit before the weekend um, just to see if you guys prefer it that way or not. Um, and then also getting a little bit of a you know, a brief going into the, um, into the, what most people call the, you know, the hunting days, which is, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, all right, well, without much, uh, further to do, let's get on with it. Okay, today is a very special hunt, uh, for me. I got old Miss Bailey here with me, and Bailey is, how are we related? Well, how are we to be related, Bailey? My brother is marrying your sister-in-law. Yes. So we are like co-brother sister-in-law. <laughs> Anyways. So Bailey is from Nebraska, and she's going to school down here. She actually lives in the same town as me and my wife. Um, and Bailey, why don't you tell us a little bit, how'd you, you know, how'd you get intrigued in hunting? Um, a couple of my friends from back home, they're super into 
hunting, and they just kind of introduced me into it, and I've liked it ever since. Okay, and this is your first waterfowl hunt today, right? Yes. Okay, what are your, uh, you know, what are your first impressions of it so far? It's 3.55, and uh, we've been up for, what, 45 minutes now? Yeah, you definitely have to wake up a whole lot earlier than deer hunting, that's for sure. And a lot more deer you have to stick with you. Yeah, what do you think of this little gypsy caravan we got going on back here? Yeah, I like it. Yeah? Uh, we'll have to take a picture of that because it's it's quite funny. In <laughs> fact, are you doing your job right now? Yes, I am. Okay. Everything's still there. All right, good. <laughs> good deal. All right, um, so with this being your first uh, waterfowl hunt, what are some of your questions that you have um, before we actually get out there? Um, let's see. I wrote them down so I won't forget them. Oh, okay, well, you, you can hit that light right there if you want. Okay, so how many birds do you normally get on a hunt? So the bag limit is six ducks, right? Okay. Um, and then um, around here, I believe it is eight geese, maybe. Um, but that being said, that's always the goal, and uh, I don't. It doesn't always end up like that. Sometimes you get less. Uh, you never get more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. I would say we've been averaging, you know, like two to four birds um, a guy every okay. time we go out um, so far this year. Okay. Okay, what other, what other questions do you have? Um, let's see. What advice do you have for a first-time waterfowl hunter? Um, you know, tag, tag along with somebody and dress appropriately. Yeah, because it, what is it, what does that say on the dash there? 19 degrees? Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break so we can open up this fence. And, yeah, we will, I don't even know how to pause this. And we're back. Okay, what were we talking about? Um, we were. Uh, talk about the advice you had for me. Oh, yes. Yeah. Dressing yeah. just warm. And like this morning, you know, you said, well, I've got a nice coat that I go deer hunting in. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, okay, let's see it real quick. And, well, you have another coat now. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> Thanks to you. Yep. But, all right, what else you got? Um, so, how quiet do you have to typically be? Because I know for deer hunting, you have to be very quiet. But I didn't know if it was the same. This is the best part about waterfowl hunting is as long as you're not screaming you can even do that yeah. Um, yeah some people are like hollering at each other and whatnot but um you know we can we'll be sitting here talking and we'll be um you know we can laugh and joke and stuff like that um and really the only time we get quiet is when the, the birds are like coming in right you know okay and then even then we're not quiet because generally we're doing some sort of calling Oh, right. Or some sort of a motor, so. Right. That's the, I, I really like that part about waterfowl hunting. Yeah. So. Alright, what you got? Um, where exactly should you aim when shooting these birds? Okay, so, I always tell people this, is like, you have this shooting solution in your head. Like, in your DNA. Excuse me. Like, 
your ancestors way back in the day, the ones that survived were the ones that could throw a spear while they calculated, you know, moving at a zebra or whatever it was. Right. Um, and so I'm a very instinctual shooter, and I think that if you have, uh, you know, proper form, um, just telling somebody, hey, like, shoot the, <laughs> you know, shoot that duck. Uh-huh. Like, uh, some people do require a little bit more um, coaching and mentoring and guiding than that. And so I know my friend Austin, he teaches people um, duck bill boom. So you find the duck, and you're swinging through towards the bill, boom. And so, like, right when you get onto the bill, um, which is, you know, the beak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I didn't know how much studying you did no. before this. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's kind of what he teaches. And, but I don't know. I always tell people, people always get kind of, I think, too caught up in aim points and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and uh, when it's really just, you can just solve a lot of things by just being a little bit more instinctual. Okay. Oh, oh grab that coffee. <laughs> okay. Let me see if we lost anything. Uh, we'll get through here and then we'll check. He's dang. Yeah, I think we lost something. I think the blind might have just moved. Just moved? Yeah, but I think it kind of moved back. Let's check. That should be the roughest part. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. I spilled coffee all over myself. Sorry. No, no. All right, so this is the part of the hunt where it sucks to have a nice truck and that you're taking everywhere, so... I'm out there right now, checking on the little plastic bumper thing that goes underneath there, but, uh, yeah, let's get back into it. All good? Everything is where it's supposed to be, except the coffee. (laughs) Oh, and my, and I got my, my, yeah, that's all right. Okay, with a minor mishap, getting through some rough terrain with Mm -hmm. the, you know, with these new vehicles, these new trucks, they don't have a lot of ground clearance, so that sucks. All right. Another question? Yep, one more question. All right, so I understand the shot has to be quick at times, Mm -hmm. so how, is it... Is it, like, is missing not very uncommon? Uh, what do you mean? Missing is not very uncommon? I, I know so many people, I, a lot of my, like, you'll miss a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's just... It's not like, you know, rifle hunting where you, you know, it's, you shoot once, maybe twice, if you get if you get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is pretty... I'd say you go through, oh, at least a dozen shells today, maybe more, depending on how many opportunities we get. So. Alright, what else you got? Let's see. Um, so I know for an experienced hunter like you, even though like 
you know, you can see them very quick. They mm -hmm. just pop up very quick. Does it get exciting, or are you just locked in right away? Oh, no. It's it, it's super exciting. Like, that's the best part about hunting is when the birds are coming in. Right. Okay. So, what do you think of this, what we're driving through here? Pretty scary. Oh, yeah? I thought that was going to be a huge hole. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is not. This one just snuck up on us. Are you doing your job right now? Well, my window's fogging over. Mm -hmm. I can see it. It's just shifting more towards your side a little bit. Not too bad, though. Mm -hmm. Can't tell. Are we going to get there? Yeah, I think we'll get there. All right, good. <laughs> how kind of intense this drive is out here. I need to get like a UTV or something, you know, like oh, a little yeah. mule. That'd be money for this type of situation. Uh, or a crappier truck. Yeah, because <laughs> then you wouldn't feel as bad with this nice truck. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What were you, what'd you got? Okay, I think I have one more. Okay. Um, so how much preparation is there before hunting? I know last night, so this is kind of a, a not really a question, but like a statement. So, mm -hmm. But like last night, we sat down and decided at what hour we were going to do stuff and, you know, like... What like, all we were going to do. Yeah, and yeah. then what all we were going to bring and and then putting on all our layers and everything. So it's a, it's a preparation for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that wasn't really a question because I already knew from last yeah, were night. Yeah, were you thinking that this is more intense or less intense than deer hunting? Oh, more. Definitely more. So far. So far, yeah. Yes. I think you'll find that it's a little bit more relaxing once we actually get everything done. Right. So. Oh, man. You are fogging these windows up. I'm not going to have that little plastic thing on the bottom of my truck anymore, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Got to tell the dealership, you better take that thing off. <laughs> Alright, well, we're pulling up to the pond now. Um, I say we'll probably get back in touch with you guys here as soon as we're done uh, setting up. Alright, and this episode is brought to you by Hunt Hickory Creek. And new to Hunt Hickory Creek this year is their Central Kansas launch. Uh, and we just, you know, did our Foul Front listener uh, hunt down there. And I tell you what, um, there is a ton of birds, um, especially at their Central Kansas Lodge. Can't say uh, I, I haven't been to their Southeast Kansas Lodge, but uh, the guys out there at the Central Kansas Lodge are great. Um and it was just a really good time, and they really know how to get you on the birds and, uh, well, have a lot of fun doing it. So uh, go check them out. It's uh, Chase over there in the in the, the group, Chase and Cody. Um, so, yeah, if you're going to hunt Kansas, hunt Hickory Creek. This episode is also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. Uh, Dive Bomb Industries is basically, they're the best 2D uh decoys out there and they're the best priced um, and honestly these things are super high quality 
And if you're not a believer and that silhouettes can uh, absolutely put geese down, you need to you know recheck your compass and uh, go check out some of the, the videos of this. And I'm telling you, you can set up about a dozen of these dive bomb decoys uh, by yourself. Just one dozen by yourself in about 30 seconds. Um, and you can haul you know 15 dozen in on your back all by yourself. So. Head on over to DiveBombIndustries.com, uh, check them out. They have the best prices, the best products, and uh, they absolutely uh, kill birds. Uh, we're also brought to you by Toe Tags LLC. Uh, if you want to keep it legal, I mean, you've already spent all the money on your decoys, your hunting gear, your shotgun, uh, your licenses, all that other stuff. Why are you not going to spend a couple cents every hunt um, to make sure that you are keeping it completely legal? Um, when it comes to um, federal requirements for tagging your game birds uh, and transportation um, of those game birds. So head on over to ToeTagsLLC.com. Uh, Ryan's over there. Uh, check out his episode, episode I think number 17. Uh, very powerful story. And uh, absolutely, before you head out into the field, get some toe tags from ToeTags LLC. We're also brought to you by Gunner Kennels. Gunner Kennels is, okay, you want to talk about overbuilding something. These kennels are absolutely the best kennels on the market. There's no, there's no product that is um, a peer to these kennels. Um, if you want to keep your dog as safe as you are or safe as your kid is in your, in your car or your truck, you need to have your dog riding in Gunner Kennels. I think that once... You know about Gunner Kennels and their safety ratings. They're literally the only kennels that are like safety rated. Um, that once you know about it, you're on the hook, man. Like you're responsible for that dog and its safety. And uh, why, why would you put your your dog's uh, life at risk when you know these things are out there? Um, so go check out Gunner Kennels. Uh, these things are built to last, and they are absolutely amazing. Um, also brought to you by HTR Innovations. HTR Innovations is a relatively new waterfowl uh, hunting company, and they make some awesome products. Their gun stand, their marsh gun stand, is amazing. Their hunting, their A-frame, excuse me, um, that thing comes out of the bag in like 10 pieces, and me and Bailey set this A-frame up in about you know two minutes, and she's never even seen or knows what an A-frame is. Um, absolutely amazing product. Um, and you need to go check them out. They've also got really comfy, um, inserts for your, um, your layout blinds. And so go check them out at HTR Innovations, uh, at HTRInnovations.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by the Manhattan Meat Market. Uh, if you are looking for some fine quality, uh, <laughs> some meat and somebody that actually cares about where their meat comes from and takes a, you know, there's a theme here. All of our products that we're promoting are high quality. Um, and so if you're in and around the uh, Manhattan, Kansas area, go check out Manhattan uh, Meat Market uh, for all of your butching, butching, is that the right word? Butchering and uh, meat needs. All right, so now we're going to get into kind of our weather report um, so that you guys can have a little brief look into what you're going to be hunting in this weekend and. <laughs> Please be advised, I am not a weatherman. I'm reading straight from uh, weather.com. 
and going to kind of give you a uh, good little report. And we're going to break it up over the uh, entire episode. So if you don't hear your spot, we're basically working, you know, from the east to west. So I guess we'll just kick it off with uh, the New York weather for Friday. Uh, it looks like it's going to be like temperatures of around 50 degrees. You're going to be having um, winds of about five miles per hour coming out of the east and northeast with a lot of cloud cover. Um, if you move into Saturday, uh, you got more of the same, except um, you're going to have rain, uh, you know, 90% chance of rain, and your winds are going to be about five mile an hour coming out of the uh, north, northeast. So... Uh, Sunday also kind of looks similar with temperatures getting down to except around 45 degrees with uh, 13 mile an hour wind coming out of the north northeast and still same uh, high chance of precipitation. Uh, If you're in around the uh, Charlotte, North Carolina area, um, you're going to be looking at temperatures of around 47 degrees with 100% chance of precipitation. And uh, your winds coming out of the uh, northeast at about 11 miles per hour on Friday. Um, on Saturday, you're looking at 60 degrees, um, a little bit less percent chance of precipitation at 60%, with your wind coming straight out of the north northeast at about eight miles per hour. Um, and uh, on Sunday, that wind is going to shift um, to come out of the the west at about 5 miles per hour, but you're going to have a lot more sun uh, with just a little bit of cloud cover. Uh, As you guys move down on into the Atlanta, Georgia area on Friday, it's going to be about 50 degrees with a lot of precipitation um, and winds out of the uh, straight out of the east at about 15 miles per hour. On Saturday in Atlanta, um, you're going to have the same temperatures of 54 degrees, except your wind is going to be coming out of the uh, south uh, southeast um, at about 6 to 10 miles per hour. And then Sunday, uh, it's going to continue to be cloudy uh, with less precipitation and another wind shift coming out of the, uh, uh, the west, the north-northwest. So uh, and that'll be about 10 miles per hour. All right, that kind of covers the East Coast. So we'll get back into the episode. We'll hit uh, the Midwest here shortly. Oh, no. Yeah. So this is all fake now. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to recreate it. We just talked for like five minutes and didn't have the recorder on when I definitely thought it was on. Hey, it happens. All right. (laughs) Yeah, it happens. Sure. Ah, Okay, so Bailey... Yes. Let's give a recap. What did we just do? Well, when we got there, we unloaded the truck. Uh-huh. And then uh, we started with, you did the ice. Mm-hmm. Broke that all up. And then I went and cut down branches to, to brush the blind. How'd that go for you? It was pretty good. Wasn't yeah. too bad, yeah. I looked over there and you had an entire tree. <laughs> I was trying to get good branches <laughs> So far, you're kicking Brett's butt. Your your brother Brett's Brett. Good. But Brett. Um, yeah. Yeah. And All then right, we set up ahead. the decoy decoys. How many decoys did we set up? Probably oh I don't um like four no. How many? Well, I don't know the math, but something dozen. Eighteen dozen, I Holy think. Holy Because I got Three dozen out on loan right now. Oh my gosh. So 18, what's 18 times 12? 
Come on, college girl. That's 36 is the first one. 360 then. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, sure. Sounds good enough for me. But anyways, yeah, so we set all them out because the, uh, the pond, the farm, excuse me. I'm out of breath. I was, uh, pushing, I, I was chunking that ice. Yeah. I ended up cutting a huge, like, 50-yard uh, circle and shoved it all underneath there. And you know, When we went scouting yesterday, and we actually ended up hunting for a couple hours, but I banged my knees up so much. Um, like, it, they're sensitive to the, like, oh, no. yeah, like, one of the dogs brushed up against oh. my, uh, my shins, and I was like, ah! <laughs> so, I'm kind of done with ice. I think I'm going to go buy an ice eater, especially now that the boat doesn't want to say anything. I can't remember which part I recorded, which part I didn't, but, uh, the plan was to have the boat, and I just was going to lot lodge it up against the, uh, the bank and, um, run that as an ice eater while we you know, comfortably set everything out. Right. <sighs> but as every boat owner knows, whenever you want your boat, it starts in the driveway, starts at the ramp. Oh, no, it doesn't start at the ramp. Um, <laughs> it's, it's whenever you don't truly, truly need it, it'll start. But uh, it's go time. Never, never starts. Nope. Um, yeah, well, I'm excited. Uh to see what we get come into this pond. Yeah. I, this is the first time I've hunted this pond. This is the first time I've had, you know, permission to hunt uh, waterfowl out here. I hunt out here quite a bit, but, um, yeah, this is fun. This is, I'm looking forward to this. But I'm going to bring the, I'm going to bring the recorder into the blind. Right. Since it's not too windy, so. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, other side note, I have a huge hole in my waders. Uh. And my, my foot... Oh, I bet it's frozen. Frozen. Right oh, now. no. <laughs> it's all right. I'm going to just put my shoes on, and you're the bird girl today. Yeah. Birds go down, and you got to go get them. Okay. Sound good? Sounds good. Since you've got a nice pair of... Hey, yeah, how, how are those treating you? I like them. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> They're nice. I can't... My dad wears those sometimes. Really? Yeah. So. But... Yeah, I think I'm going to switch over to neoprene. Or at least have... So that's called neoprene. And then you saw my waders, right? How they were, like, thinner. So I think I'm going to at least have a pair of neoprenes for late season. They're hard to hunt two days in a row with them because you got to go... Like, you have to have a boot dryer, like, mm. to dry them out. So... Yeah. But... All right. Well, I'm going to turn the, the heater back on. And... I guess we'll have an update here shortly. Okay, going to get into the uh, the Midwest weather um, kind of weekend update brief. We're going to start off, I don't know if Nashville is like in the Midwest or not, but we're going to start off with Nashville. So on Friday, it's got about 55 degrees, um, high chance of precipitation, kind of the theme over there on the east side of the country uh, with winds coming out of the, um, straight out of the east at about 10 miles per hour. Um, and obviously with the rain comes cloud cover Saturday. Uh, the only change you're going to see to Saturday is that the precipitation, uh, chance is going to drop just a little bit and the winds are going to be coming straight out of the South at about, uh, five miles per hour. And then they're going to be shifting, uh, coming out of the, uh, out of the West. So, and then your Sunday is going to be just partly cloudy. Uh, with winds coming straight out of the uh, north northwest, so kind of a fluctuating um, 
wind situation over there in Nashville. As we move on up to Ohio, uh, specifically the Columbus area, um, Friday you're going to be seeing temps of 50 degrees and 60% chance of precipitation with a seven hour, uh, mile an hour wind coming out of the uh, southeast. Um, Saturday, um, the wind is going to be picking up coming out of the uh, northeast at about 10 to 11 mile an hour. And your precipitation chances are going to be going up. Once again, uh, the Sunday, it's going to be clearing up. It's going to be partly cloudy. A slight temperature drop uh, to about 45 degrees. And your wind's going to be coming straight out of the north at about 8 miles an hour. All right. If you head on over to Kansas City, you're going to be having temperatures of about 47 degrees. And it's going to be sunny. Um, This is on Friday. And uh, you're going to have a 12-mile-an-hour wind coming straight out of the north. So sunny, 12-mile-an-hour wind, low chance of precipitation on Friday. Saturday, more of the same, except the wind is going to be about 5 miles an hour out of the north. Um, and absolutely 0% chance of precipitation. Sunday, more of the same, except this time the wind is going to be coming uh, straight out of the west and uh, about six miles an hour. So I think Friday is the day to hunt in Kansas City. Those high winds and um, generally sunny skies. I know a lot of people like those. Let's head on down to Houston, getting back into the weather. Um, Houston on on Friday is going to be about 51 degrees, and it's going to have a 17-mile-an-hour wind coming straight out of the west um, and low chance precipitation but uh, lots of cloud cover and then on Saturday it's going to be about 60 degrees and sunny with uh, about a 10 mile an hour wind coming out of the northeast which moves you into Sunday we're going to get a little bit more cloud cover and having a uh, very um, small amount of wind maybe one or two miles an hour coming out of the north in Dallas, a little bit of a different picture. On Friday, it's going to be 45 with a uh, chance of rain and a 21-mile-an-hour wind coming straight out of the north. Um, so I'd be out there hunting on Friday. Um, Dallas, um, on Saturday, though, is going to be sunny skies, with 0% chance of precipitation, and about a 12-mile-an-hour wind coming out of the northwest uh, also, probably a pretty decent uh, duck day. But uh, Sunday, you're going to have uh, shifting winds coming out of the, the north into the south, you know, at about one mile an hour. So nothing really to speak of uh, as far as wind in Dallas on Sunday. Moving all the way back up to Boise, Idaho. Um, going to have... About 40 degree temperatures and uh, wind coming out of the um, southeast at about 15 miles per hour with a low chance of precipitation on Friday. Saturday, more of the same. Uh, wind is going to be about 9 miles an hour coming out of the southeast, um, mostly cloudy. And then literally the same story on Sunday with the wind coming out of the southeast at about 12 miles per hour, uh, mostly cloudy and 45 degrees. All right, let's get back into the episode for a little bit, and then we'll kind of hit the West Coast after that. We got the gypsy wagon all squared away. <laughs> We're pulling away from the pond. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, today was a day for the ducks and the geese. Yeah. They, they got us. We got skunked. But, what'd you learn today, Bailey? 
I learned how to set up everything and what it was like to sit in the blind. And there's a couple times where it was exciting where you said, get ready, get ready, you know. Yep. Then you had to prepare. So. Yeah, what was going through your mind when I'm saying, like, oh, hey, 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 get down, get down, get down? Like, I was like, be quiet and wait for your shot. <laughs> that's, what, what, that's what I were you Were you looking up for him, or, or were you just waiting for him to come into your field of view? Um, yeah, I was waiting for him to come into That's good. That's, that, it takes a long, well, a lot of people, they have trouble with that. Really? So, yeah, they want to look, look up at the birds and uh, see where the birds are coming. And, yeah. So, okay, what... What did you like about duck hunting that you, as opposed to deer hunting, per se? Um, I don't know. I feel like today was a lot more exciting from when I've been deer hunting. Okay. Like, even though we didn't have a whole bunch of action. Yeah. Like, you kind of do sometimes with deer hunting, but it was still more exciting to me, at least. Right. A little bit more active. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, here comes that big, big old bump. Big old bump. Maybe I can get through it this time without ripping off that little plastic piece on the mm-hmm. truck. I don't know. There we go. Scratch this a little bit. A bump out. Yeah. Actually, was it this one or was it the other one? I don't know. Man, it might have been the other one. But at any rate. Okay, so what did you not like about this type of hunting today? Honestly, nothing. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Of course, the first time I take you out, you know, I always show you pictures of all the ducks and geese that we shoot, and of course I take you out and we get skunked. Hey, it happens. Why do you think we got skunked today? Oh, I have bad luck when it comes to this. Oh, it's you? It's me, yeah. So you brought a dud. I think that, well, there was actually nothing in the sky today. We saw one group of uh, Canada geese, and then we saw, I saw some ducks. You didn't see the ducks, though. No, I heard them. Yeah. There was, there was one duck that sounded like it was right next to us. Mm -hmm. So, So, uh, what type of, just so you know, so that's like pond hunting, right? Uh Uh-huh. Um, and then there's marsh hunting, there's big lake hunting and stuff like that. Um, what do you want to try next? Or do you want to try that again next? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would love to try that again, actually. Okay. I enjoyed today a lot. Yeah, next time we're bringing a heater, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, a heater, but yeah, you did good. You were out in the water. Yep, I sure was. How was that experience? It was kind of fun. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Was it colder than um, just being out on land? Um, at first it wasn't, but then like once you got a little bit deeper, where the water got a little bit higher yeah. on your body, then you could feel it. But it still wasn't as bad. Yeah. At that point, my hands were more cold than my actual body was. Yes, so. that is a constant problem. Yeah. But no, no cold feet. No, not really today. And what kind of socks are you wearing? What do you call them? Merino. Merino wool. Yeah. Two pair. <laughs> Two pairs. Oh my gosh, look at that buck. Look at that buck. Yeah. See him? No, I can't see him. Okay, okay see the squirrel that just jumped right there? Come yes. down that tree, go to the right, on the other side of the creek. 
Is he still there? He's moving right now. He's moving. Here. Can you see him now? Oh, yeah. Boom. Is he like four by four, you think? Uh, he's thick? Yeah. Huh. Oh, it won't be walking under my stand. Okay, I think this is the one that scraped the bumper. Oh, yeah, because it's very steep. No, this one wasn't bad. Oh, yeah. It's it always the ones that don't look bad, though. I know, true. All right. Um, what, what, what else are we doing? Oh, yeah. Um, how did putting out those dive bombs work for you today? Pretty good. You say your hand started to hurt? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Well, we did put out 18 dozen. Yeah. So. We were looking good. I think so. That's a, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh. This might have oh, been Oh, the right one. there. See up there? Oh, yep. Yeah. Just so everybody knows, my pavement princess truck is. It's getting a little. Off road today. Getting some tattoos today. Oh, yeah. Oh. And we we're on private property, and what time was that that we had that person roll up on us? Oh, we had set up and everything. Yeah. So we were just sitting in the blinds, so it had to have been about 7.30, yeah. probably. Someone, they were, they come drove up, and then uh, as soon as they saw my truck, they turned around, so... Not sure what that's about, but never liked that. But anyways, not my land, so sure. can I do? Yeah. Oh man. Okay, so uh, what recommendations and suggestions would you give to somebody that is going out hunting for the very first time? I would say make sure to dress warm. Okay. What does that mean, though? Like, what did you wear today? Um, what was the temperature? It was 19 when we got here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I am wearing two pairs of socks, two pairs of leggings, and some, some, like, like, warm jogger pants. Mm -hmm. And then I have a long sleeve shirt, two long sleeve shirts, and a sweatshirt, and then two jackets. Yeah. And it was so pretty chilly, so... Yeah, you were getting. You looked a little cold there at the yeah, end. Yeah, but, but I stuck through it. What's the best uh, hairdo for uh, duck hunting? For women, I would definitely say put it back in French braid. <laughs> Keeps everything out of your way, and you don't have to deal with it for the rest of the day. Oh, so, that's what something I, I never thought I would ask someone. <laughs> uh, but what else um, um, would you sit like? to, you know, uh, manage someone's expectations. Just be prepared for a lot of, you know, setting up and like, it's kind of hard work. It is. Yeah? I give props was to it you. more Was it more work than you thought? It was. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that much work, but, were yeah. you Were you thinking, ah, this sucks? No, I was not. Oh, okay. I think that every now and then. Do you? <laughs> well, probably so, if you do it by yourself. Why do I do this to myself? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to get the gate. Alright. This thing's recording, so don't pick your nose or anything. Oh, okay, right. Just because they can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the last time you get to sit in the truck 
when there's a fence, though, and I'm driving. Okay. And you're the truck lady. Alrighty. Or the gate lady, I should say. Yep. Okay, so was there anything that you wish I would have explained um, out there that I didn't, that you were, like, curious as to what was going on or anything like that? No, I was mainly just, like, worried about what to do when they actually came. Yeah. Because I wasn't 100% clear on that, but then I, I asked questions. Yeah. Yeah. You did a great job of explaining. And I would say for, like, anybody that's taking someone, like, new out, uh, obviously it's always nice to, like kind of have a sure thing like in the bag mm-hmm. um so today kind of sucks uh just that i didn't get to put her on a bird at all um but uh, how likely are you to waterfowl hunt again this season on a scale of one to ten? Ten. Ten. okay <laughs> <laughs> well, i won't push it we'll probably go out on the big lake sometime maybe okay. next week or something like that, but. but yeah so uh what else do we got Anything else happen while we were out there? Oh. Well, you let a big one grip. You tried to trick me and tell me it was a smelly bird. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that made the podcast. Yep. Good. <laughs> um, anyways, anything else? No. All right. Well, that's about, uh, I don't think we're almost home. Yeah. Which is nice. Mm-hmm gate to the uh to the house isn't isn't bad right so what uh actually i do have a couple more questions okay. what do you wish you would have bought that you didn't have better gloves okay so what was wrong with your gloves today they weren't water resistant and they weren't very like they weren't very big they were just like small little heat gloves yeah I should have checked that out before. Yeah. That and then the net gator, but you let me borrow one, but that would have been nice. To Is that have. a game changer? Yes. Putting that over your face? Yeah. yeah. Um, then I guess I need a heavier coat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You need a heavier coat. Yeah. Water resistant coat mm-hmm. or water, you know, waterproof coat. Is right. Nice. really think of anything else um oh yeah tell me a little bit about uh the purchasing of your licenses like how was that confusing for you yeah i that stuff just really confuses me normally i have to have my friend do it for me because i'm not sure on what exactly i need yeah so so you came over to the house and we we got all that squared away so and then hunter's education um, cards and keeping those around. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to go reprint them. Right. <laughs> and then another little uh, tidbit that we learned um, through this. We thought we were going to have to get you a non-resident um, hunting license. Oh, yeah. That did not end up being the case since you are a student at K-State. Mm-hmm. So, works out best. All right. Let's, let's end this thing. Actually, we're going to have uh, tasting notes after, uh, well, we're still going to have duck for lunch. So <laughs> I still have some duck left from the Hunt Hickory Creek hunt. And so we're going to have duck and eggs and try to get Natalia to see if she'll eat some. Alrighty. Look at those dang geese. I know. Look at them. Couldn't come by us. Whatever. 
So to start off, though, the weather for the West Coast, it's not really the West Coast, it's kind of a mountain area, but if you're in Denver on Friday, you're going to see 55 degrees, um, five mile an hour wind coming out of the south, southwest, um, and no precipitation, sunny skies. Saturday, get a little bit of cloud cover uh, that rolls in and continued five to six mile an hour wind coming out of the um, out of the south southwest, uh, 55 degrees, and then sunny on um, Sunday in Denver. So I don't know. Denver doesn't really seem like uh, my kind of hunting weather this weekend, but that's just me. All right. Actually getting onto the West Coast. Uh, over in Portland, Oregon, um, Friday, uh, 50 degrees with an 80% chance of precipitation and a 19-mile-an-hour wind coming straight out of the south. Um, if you move into Saturday, uh, you're going to have 50 degrees with cloudy um, and a 10-mile-an-hour wind coming straight out of the east. On Sunday, it's going to be 50 degrees with a high chance of precipitation and 11-mile-an-hour 11 wind coming out of the east. Finally, uh, talk a little bit about California. Um, in Los Angeles, it's going to be around 70 degrees, 3-mile-an-hour wind. Um, on Friday, no precipitation, mostly cloudy. And you can just expect that all weekend there in L.A. So like I said, this was uh, um, from weather.com and kind of wanted to give you just a little quick blurb. Hopefully I covered your area. If not, and you want specific uh, discussions about how the weather will be affecting your hunting in your area, um, call me and we'll do it. Um, yeah, anyways. So that kind of wraps it up for you, you know the weekend um, preparation and... Um, oh, one little touch point is that Bailey did like the duck. I know we kind of left off. We said we were going to have tasting notes, but we forgot about that. So she did like the duck, and I want to tell you that I am absolutely floored by this, uh, what AJ from Hunitarian uh, taught me on how to prepare duck, and literally just two minutes on one side, one minute on the other side, um, medium rare, that is the way to go. Um, absolutely all the way, so... All right. Hey, everybody stay safe um, out there this weekend and have fun and make sure you uh, get on Instagram. Use our hashtag with your um, with your pictures that you're going to be taking this weekend. Uh, hashtag foul front and look forward to seeing you guys next Wednesday is going to be the next release. We have a pretty cool episode with Tom Rowland from the Saltwater Experience. Um, basically about public lands and the exploitation of them. So, all right, guys, we will see you next week. I want to give a huge shout out, um, like we always do during this time, um, to our uh, partners. Um, so we got uh, Hunt Hickory Creek, which if you're not familiar with Hunt Hickory Creek, that's Chase and Cody and Scotty and Megan. They're all in the group. And uh, these are a good group of people. Um, I talked to at least one of them mostly chase um, at least two or three times a week uh, whether it's deer hunting or talking about birds or or just uh, you know rubbing in the uh, fantasy football smack talk and, and all that stuff anyways hey don't 
try, you don't put your money in something that you can't first validate or like get to know or you know something like that. You can get in there. You can literally see what uh, you're going to be getting out there in the blind uh, with you know these guys and these guides. So go check them out. Good people, even uh, better uh, uh, people to go home with. So. Uh, we've also got Dive Bomb Industries, and Dive Bomb Industries, um, you know, they've been—they did a lot of good work for us, and uh, put a lot of our listeners into um, some really affordable spreads. And I am just pumped to um, get out and start targeting some some big ducks with uh, with my spread that we're all set up with over here, and I just really, you know, excited to put the the 2D. Um, you know, ideology um, to the to the test. So, all right, we've also got Toe Tags LLC. Uh, you you guys heard Ryan's story, and if you haven't heard Ryan's story, go check it out. Um, episode twenty three. Uh, but anyways, just check out. Go look for the uh, Toe Tags LLC story. Um, you know we. Whether or not you want to argue that it is actually a you know regulation or an enforceable law or anything, I mean the law is the law, and I don't I'm not going to put myself uh, in a position uh, at least anymore uh, to where I can be you know whether or not I get a ticket is at the discretion of the you know investigating officer or or um, you know however things are going that day so. Um, just for a couple cents a day, uh, or hunt, I should say, you can be fully taken care of. You already spent all the money on the gas and stuff. So go tag your birds and make sure you're not throwing them in a big old pile. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and stay legal with Toe Tags LLC. We've also got Gypsum Creek Retrievers. Evan over there, um, in Gypsum with a creek running, you know, through the back of his yard, um, is running a awesome little uh kennel uh and i got to go out and i got to go hunt with his flagship dog and um got to see the way that he interacts with um that dog and just the way he talks about you know his business and his dogs and uh the people dog he's training like it's it's uh, it's, it's really humbling to see a guy who's like so ate up with it and uh is just in it and he's just doing it out of passion and decided to make his passion something that can put, you know, um, dinner on the table. It's a heck of a heck of a deal. Uh, we've also got Athlon Optics. Um, Athlon Optics, go check these guys out. Um, they have some of the finest shooting scopes uh, on the market, and their binoculars are bang up. Um, literally, they are. The same quality as something that you'd pay two or three times the price of, and they're just a solid um, feeling binocular, and uh, it's it's nice. You know, I'm not going to do any direct comparisons out there, but uh, I've held a lot of binoculars in my time, and I'm very satisfied with these uh, with these ones. So go check them out at Athlon Optics. I've got the the Midas ten by forty two. Uh, and it is suiting my needs perfectly out here um, in Kansas. All right. Um, next, we've got um, Freelance Hunt Stats. 
I've, I've always logged and tracked all the birds that we've harvested and whatnot, but it wasn't until Elliot showed me his freelance hunt stats uh, at freelancehuntstats.com that it's not just a journal anymore. Now it's a database. Now I can go through and I can filter um, all the stuff that I want to know. Uh, you know, windy days, cloudy days, uh, days I shot all blue winged teal, like things, things of that nature, and um, even by location. And it's super affordable. You know, uh, just don't buy one monster this month or one Starbucks coffee and you've got yourself um, what you need to keep track. Plus, super helpful when you go to fill out those hit permits. So, all right. Uh, We've also got Duck Nuts. Uh, That's D-U-K-N-U-T-Z. And if you haven't seen the videos or pictures of me uh, utilizing these things yet, uh, I... freaking hate um dealing with texas rigs and i take out a lot of new hunters and i always end up i'm always sitting there untangling stuff or unwrapping keels and uh instead with these duck nuts you just throw them on there and all you gotta do is literally you just stretch out the line or you can slide the the weight um all the way towards the decoy or down and you just throw these things in a bag awesome hey they even came out with a uh a carrying uh it always seems that my wife is always walking in whenever i'm doing the duck nuts uh commercial because she's just looking at me because she thinks it's hilarious uh but they just came out with a bag and it's called the nut sack and uh it is it's pretty cool you can strap your shotgun to it um they've also got hats um too and uh for my boy wilson listening out there uh, Hunter over at uh, Duck Nuts, he made a hat just for you, buddy, um, and all you other coot shooters out there. So, um, but yeah, so good stuff. Go check them out. Uh, just a really great product. Uh, we've also got the Duck Tech mobile app, and the Duck Tech mobile app is an app that's designed to help you get better at calling ducks. Um, it literally, it's got Barney Califf on there, a uh, two or three time uh, world duck calling champion, and he does the the call, tells you what it's for, why to do it, when to do it, and then you can actually go in and press record, record yourself, and then you can hear it side by side, so you can see how you want to tweak it up. Pretty cool concept. Uh, a lot of times, you know, you're just dealing with like a DVD or, or some other, you know, like... Here's the sounds. Now make this sound. And that's not this right here. This is something that you can do on your commute. So pretty sweet. All right. Next we've got um, we got Gunner Kennels. And uh, Gunner Kennels, if you have never laid your hands on a Gunner Kennel, uh, probably some of the finest uh, craftsmanship or over example of overbuilding um, something. And that's perfect. That's fine with me. You know, my wife, she loves those things because um, it keeps the babies safe, uh, the, the fur babies. And at the end of the day, you're kind of charged with the responsibility of uh, that animal's life. And, you know, I wear my seatbelt. I don't text and drive. Um, why am I going to, like, just throw my dog in the back of the back of the truck to, you know be in uh, jeopardy if something were to happen. 
Uh, and then uh, newest partner uh, that I want, that I'm super excited to get you guys into, is HTR Innovations. That's H-T-R, like Hunter, uh, Innovations. And they've got the coolest little thing. Um, it's a stand that you can put out in the marsh that holds your gun, um, holds my recording equipment, box of shells, all this other stuff. Check it out on the Instagram uh, page. Uh, they've also got an A-frame blind uh, that they come out with that is super simple to set up. Um, just like stupid simple. And then they've got, uh, for you guys that absolutely hate layout blinds, they've got a layout blind insert. And makes that thing just about as comfy as the living room couch so go check them out Uh, and then last but not least we've got srb field rests so you hiked into this muddy field set out all your decoys had your bag ready to go with your gun in it and then you take your gun out and you just set it in the mud or you you know you're constantly making sure that you you know don't fumble this thing around these two little stakes from SRB field rests, stick them there, lay your gun down on them. You didn't come this far to like jam your your gun up with a little bit of mud because you got excited about some some geese uh, in your face. So that was really dramatic. I have a little bit of a stuffy nose, it sounds like, but all right. We just want to let you guys know these companies are the bees knees um these are cool people great people i like i'm not just throwing them on here so that i can take up your time and you know make money or whatever it is i believe in these products i believe in these people and uh i'm a huge fan of somebody turning their passion into their everyday job so that they can try to escape some sort of um nine to five where somebody else is their boss uh, and I'm a huge, huge fan of that. Um, you know, trying to do that myself. So, yep. Before, you know, think twice before you buy, uh, uh, something, um, you know, similar to these and, you know, they, they help bring you this show. And so if you like this show, you like it to be around, <coughs> you know, um, check these people out. So, all right. Everybody safe hunting. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Foul Front Waterfowl Podcast. Please come join us on our Facebook group, the Foul Front Waterfowl Podcast group, where you can connect with a good group of hunters because we're all in this together. We need to act like it so that hopefully our great, great grandkids will be hunting ducks over our favorite public lands. Uh, we also ask that you go ahead and give us a written review on iTunes and give us five stars if you think we deserve it and we really do want to hear back from you uh, so that we can give you the best possible content and if you get in on that facebook group you can get in there and you can ask questions and you can tell us what you want to hear next or you can tell us uh, what you don't like and we'll be sure to tailor things to our listeners so all right stay safe out there and we will see you next week
Hey, you ever been sitting in front of your TV just wondering why you can't catch the latest episode of The Foul Front right there in your living room so you can press all your guests and family with your fine taste and podcast listening? Me neither, but hey, as a part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective, you can now find The Foul Front and some other great podcasts on your Apple TV, your Roku, your Amazon Fire Stick, Smart TV, even your gaming console just by downloading the Waypoint app. And heck, while you're there, they got over 2,500 hunting and fishing shows on demand. Go download the Waypoint app today. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.